Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 In Conversation podcast, episode 195. And my very special guest on today's show is Dallas Dwight from the band The LA Maybe. Uh, they are about to release, or they have released today, their brand new album, Dirty Damn Tricks. Uh, it's on all the platforms right now, so go listen to it if you're into kind of rock and roll, ACDC, Guns N' Roses kind of feel. Um, go for it, because this band have a big connection with acdc um one of those random rock star moments but it's awesome to find out about uh and also um how this band came together and everything so we go for, go over all that in the uh, in the conversation uh there is a video component so please go to the youtube channel and watch it there if you want to see our faces um gradually working out the kinks on that getting some higher quality feeds and all that kind of good stuff but yeah, um, same as always, really. I'm kind of, everything's going back in and back to work and stuff. So I'm doing all that. I'm over my sort of like COVID side effects uh, from the jab, the vaccine. Um, and yeah, everything's rolling, really. And uh, yeah, I just want to keep saying thank you to everyone that keep, that's been listening. Uh, it is noticed and I'm absolutely loving it. Thank you. Um, keep doing it. Keep rating, keep reviewing, keep doing all that, sharing it all around and all that kind of good stuff. And uh, yeah, I've got plenty of stuff coming up this month. Um, or actually, sorry, I should to say next month now because uh, we're almost in april um but i've got i've got new bands i've got established bands i've got i've got loads i'm not going to mention any of them right now because uh i want them to be a surprise near the time um but i've got some fantastic got a fantastic lineup coming for april so uh yeah keep your ears peeled for that hit that subscribe button hit that share button hit that review button do what you need to do on that front and uh yeah this is dallas from the la maybe enjoy Uh, I'd like to welcome to the podcast this week. I have Dallas from the band, the LA maybe welcome Dallas. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. Happy to talk some rock music. Excellent. Excellent. No, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. I'm really enjoying the album, uh, which we'll talk about in a moment. Um, I've been lucky enough to be furnished with an early copy, uh, cause it wow. is out. Well, as of recording this it's out on Friday, <laughs> uh, next Friday, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 20, 26. Yeah. Um, when this comes out, it's going to be slightly after. So it'll be out now, everyone. Go listen to it. Um, but yeah, you, um, you've got an album, like I say, coming out uh, on that day, and it's called uh, Dirty Damn Tricks. Um, That's right. And it's uh, it's a fantastic album. If you love like rock and roll, hard rock, uh, which I do, um, absolutely fantastic. Absolutely loving it. Um, you've also got a single out as well at the moment. People can go and sample it right now. Uh, you've got Mr. Danger as your uh video and single that's just come out yep. um, and we have a uh, sucker punch as well sucker punch yeah i was about to uh yep go on to that one so yeah we've got that as well but um let's um let's talk about those tracks actually first uh the the ones you've got out uh, at the moment um obviously i know this is going out slightly afterwards but people would have seen these so uh yeah mm-hmm. give us a lowdown on um on sucker punch what was what's that sort of uh track about the track's about um it's kind of about all the naysayers, you know, all the people saying you can't do it. And, uh, and, and I guess it really applies for anything in life, but, um, specifically coming up as a musician, you know, you run into a lot of people that are like, ah, you can't, you can't ever do this, you know? So that's what yeah. it's about. Ironically, we got a comment the other day that said, uh, something like, uh, these, these guys suck, you know, something, just something, you know, something like oh, that. Yeah, the usual. And, uh, <laughs> it's not like, 
this guy really didn't listen to the lyrics because in the lyrics we're, we're literally saying like you can tell us we suck we're gonna keep doing what we're doing you know and that's kind of our attitude and this song kind of uh summarizes our whole attitude and our whole vibe and our whole outlook on on you know being yeah. a band together so yeah it's kind of a kind of an us against the world type song yeah and it definitely i mean it yeah it's it's it, yes it's exactly all that and the naysayers everything i've been on your side of the fence i'm on the journalistic side of the fence at the, like now and it's it's yeah i i've been through that whole like culture of people just being able to have the the freedom to give you that feedback you know yeah. <laughs> whether it's invited or not um but at the end of the day as long as it doesn't you know it, it i mean it shouldn't affect anyone you know as, as as it as it stands but uh yeah no it's definitely uh yeah i've been on that side of the fence so yeah that's why i really like that track so often the negative feedback is is something you know with them has yes. nothing to do with us oh you totally know? yeah yeah because if you enjoy <laughs> and you like what you're doing then that's absolutely fine if you think your stuff sucks then you yeah. you're doing something wrong <laughs> um, exactly. so what about mr danger that was the uh, latest one that we've got out um well how, how would you summarize that one for people mr danger um is the most kind of acdc inspired one and we wanted to lead with that one yeah because of singer alvi's history with acdc he actually um auditioned for them in 2016 he was one of only four singers to do so and uh, you know, we've been very open about that story and, and we wanted to lead with that single because of that. And, and the two stories kind of the, you know, the song and the story kind of tied itself together mm. beautifully. So that, that, uh, decision was able to land us some, some, some good press and some good, you know, uh, it just kind of helped launch everything efficiently. Yeah. And that's what we wanted to do with that. So that's kind of where we came from with that whole thing. No, that's cool. I mean, I was going to come onto that with Alvi, um, cause that's obviously quite a, you know, it's the glaring thing in the room and you are, you know, rightly talking about it because it's huge like he was one of four like you say one of four vocalists and obviously the one that got it we that guy's like immortal when it comes to um yeah. when it comes to the rock and metal genre um and it would have been amazing if he beat him out for that you know um but ha obviously speaking for alvi on this one how did that come about because i've seen the movie rockstar and i can kind of see it happening like that yeah. like where they see this video not quite as romantic as that, although no. that movie is incredible. Yeah, it's so he was doing he was doing an ACDC tr tribute at the time. Okay, and when Brian went down and had to had to pull out of the tour, they they hit up uh, you know of the four singers they hit up, it was of course Axl Rose. Yeah, and the other three were tribute band singers, one of which was Alvi. So they they um you know they all got to audition and, and Alvi got the call. I've I've heard him tell the story enough. I can pretty much tell it the way he would tell it at this point. But he <laughs> he got the call from. Uh, the main, the main, you know, Angus Young yeah. of the tribute band, uh, and and uh, his name's Jeff, and he said, uh, "You're not going to believe this." <laughs> and so he, had, uh, they they headhunted Alvi. They went. They it wasn't you know a big cattle call with 800 people in a line like yeah. American Idol. It wasn't anything like that. They called him, and uh, I, I assume after you know watching some videos or something like that. But yeah, he can definitely sing some ACDC. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely hear those tones in the in, in the in your in your album. In fact, like you say, like you had like the um, Doctor, um, sorry, Mister Danger. We went after him to get him in the band because if you want to get into a little bit of the band history, he joined. He's still the new guy. He joined really recently in in like uh, August. So I mean, everything is is really really new with us. We're not even close to a year old. Oh, wow. Probably about six months at this point. Yeah, and um, we went after him because he's he's currently his day job is he's the singer for a Guns N' Roses tribute. So he plays mm -hmm. Axl Rose. Oh wow. And that's, that's, my, that's my favorite band. Yeah. So I figured, you know, when it was time for us to look for a singer, I was like, well, we could probably start there. 
with, you know, singers and tribute bands that sing the way we want a singer to sing in our band. Right. Yeah. So we went up and there's a bunch of them. Uh, Alvy just, he's the closest in age. He, he matches all of our personalities. He was just the obvious, you know, he's the best singer out of all. He was the obvious, uh, you know, the obvious choice when we went up. So we went up one day, me and my, uh, our bass player, Rasan drove up and, uh, just hung out with him for the day. We jammed some guns and roses with his, with his crew in their, you know, rehearsal space and nice. jammed a couple of our, our tunes, you know, in the early stages and, uh, everything felt really good. So I think it was literally four days later, he was, he was in the booth at my place recording vocals for the album. And we, you know, it just kind of spiraled out of control from there. That's amazing. I was going to go into your origin story as well, but obviously I think you pretty much covered it <laughs> from his point of view. But um, how, how did you guys like originally get together? Cause like you say, you've only kind of been, or he's only been in the band for that, for that amount of time. What, what were you guys doing beforehand? Were you sort of like rotating members or were you someone else? What's the sort of origin of the LA maybe? Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. It's like, you know, there's, it's, they're all the band origin stories are kind of messy in the beginning. You know, people come, people go, change yeah. the name, change the style, everything. And, uh, yeah, so it's good we're pointing on this. So I consider our starting point, our true starting point, even though the band, the LA maybe has been around for three, three ish years, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I consider our starting point to be when Alvy joined the band because that's when we shifted focus to original music. We recorded an album. We had finally our, our full six piece lineup set. Uh, and, and that's where I consider us starting from. But prior to that, we were, we were playing around, uh, you know, we're from Charlotte. So we're playing around Charlotte, North Carolina as a, uh, variety band. So we were doing, you know, three, four hour sets a night playing everything from Bruno Mars to guns and roses to Boston backstreet boys, you know, Prince, everything. And, uh, just to random, you know, bars and stuff like that. So we had some fun doing that and, and we had, started working on some original music but it just wasn't really clicking right um we didn't feel like we had the right singer at the time and uh and yeah so we just made some changes and um ended up where we are now but that's what we were doing for probably you know uh that's what we did all of 2019 and that was our plan for all of 2020 as well yeah and then the pandemic hit which was the biggest blessing in disguise we could have asked for because it made us it canceled all of our shows so we're like okay time to focus on original music and and sort out all the problems we want to sort out and move on so that's what we did amazing amazing using that time as well because i mean coming from a uh like you say you got a variety band of we call them function bands here um mm. you know and 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 because obviously that is your kind of like uh uh bread and butter if you will that is your that is your main yeah. kind of like money side of things you know and i've got friends in cover bands that 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 and i know the money is good for that especially if they are a good cover band you know mm. because um well people want to hear that music done in in the uh, most original way without paying you know getting the actual band in um but you know like uh like tribute bands stuff like that and 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 it's um yeah it's amazing like going from that and then and then being able obviously the pandemic hit and 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 you're being able to shift your your creativity to that which is amazing because a lot of bands kind of were going before that like full time and then suddenly everything stopped for them and they've had to kind of like adapt And, and and what was lucky for us is the pandemic was a reset button. So, yeah. and it was, and we reset everything, every possible thing about the band. I mean, down to the logo, like everything was reset. And, uh, and we, we came out of the pandemic, so to speak, even though we're still, I guess, a little bit in it, we came out of it as like a new thing. Yeah. And that's what we wanted to do. So we disappeared for a few months and everyone kind of forgot about us because everybody's busy dealing yeah. with that. Yeah. And then, you know, now we're starting to come back in in a, in a new way to more people because it was just you know local people knew us and they still know some of our our old original songs and they're like is that going to be on the album and yes some of them are <laughs> but um 
it's it's cool to come out to a lot of other people now. Yes. We have people in, in Germany, you're in the UK, we have people yeah. all over the United States where we're from. All, every state, I think at this point, we've we've shipped merch to. And it's really cool to see that happen where prior to that, nothing. <laughs> nothing like that at all. Yeah. So it was uh it's really cool to see it kind of kind of go bigger now yeah i mean it's a testament to your uh to your songs really because obviously that's what people are hearing and the fact that this pandemic has hit obviously it's hit differently around the world but um it it's given like for me personally it's given me time to listen to more music that gets sent because being on that journalistic side of things it, it you get sent so much music like mm-hmm. old like well i say old bands established bands um i get obviously a lot of those and you've got people releasing albums you've got new bands trying to break through whereas before like because of you know doing radio doing like dj nightclubs i look for the sort of like bigger rotating bands if you will like the ones with the big singles you know, lamb of god um i mean acdc released an album last year and it's just stuff like that you'd look for those and then it, w- it wouldn't give me much time for the newer bands like yourself um but now during this pandemic due to like obviously my uh, the, things shutting down and my work um sending people home i've actually had time to listen to a lot of bands and thing and i've bought merch from bands i've like you know done all that kind of stuff just to help support various bands and stuff and it's just it's been a great time for a listener um it's not been i don't think it's been amazing for a lot of musicians because they're kind of a lot of them are used to going out playing releasing going out playing you know that's the routine they've gotten into but um from a listening point of view it's been fantastic because i've discovered you for one i've got you on the show here um and you know and last year i discovered so many other bands like just yeah. having the time to sit down and actually listen or just have it on, yeah, you know that's good because there's so many out there that are really amazing exactly yeah no so many new rock bands in particular that yeah. are that are really worth listening to and worth supporting yeah totally and it's it's just it's just a testament to like people getting like them adapting to the situation obviously um you know some have done live streams some have done nothing some have done other you know socially distant yeah. things like you know and, and it's just sort of like keeping people entertained but obviously keeping yourself sane at the same time you know because obviously those creativity bits don't go away you know and obviously we're one of the we're one of those that pretty much did nothing. <laughs> no, we, we did a lot of behind the scenes stuff, but yeah. on the surface, it looks like we disappeared and then didn't do anything. But, you know, we are coming back with a full album. We recorded the whole thing start to finish in uh, three, four months. Oh, wow. So, um, and, uh, you know, and that was with Alvi coming in being like, what am, what am I singing? Like, I don't like, <laughs> so, uh, so it ended up, uh, you know, no, that's really, uh, cool. he really, he really did an incredible job because this for him, this is his first, foray into original music he's always been you know doing tributes and stuff and he's been wanting to do original music for so long but just couldn't find the right group of guys so uh it it was serendipitous because he was a singer looking for a writer and i was a writer looking for a singer yeah so we just met and immediately clicked and it was like let's do this let's not even let's not even think about it too much let's just rock because he has the voice that i've always wanted to work with yeah and apparently I write the songs that he's always wanted to work with. So it just worked perfectly. So we did, uh, you know, it just went from there really, really, really fast. That's absolutely amazing. Um, let's talk a bit more about the album, actually. Um, like I say, it's called Dirty Damn Tricks. Um, and uh, yeah, as of this release, it is out now. So go listen to it, people. Um, yeah. I love the singles you released on it. We've already talked about those. I really loved um, Take Me Away as well. 
Ah, um, nice. So, That's a good one. Yeah, it was. A, it was a nice. It was a nice track. And um, yeah, no, the album's like it's 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 full of. It's it's just a great hard rock album, but it's got it, it goes from the sort of that hard rock spectrum, and like with um with like take me away, you can sort of slow it down a little bit and and give it, you know, a bit more of a um. A little more like swag. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> um, um, but no, I'm really, like I say, really enjoying the album. What can you tell people that um, obviously they're looking forward to it? Uh, but what can you tell them about the album that you can um, sort of, you know, get them? Sure. Well, a lot of people heard Mr. Danger and figured we were just another ACDC wannabe. And that's fine. We knew we'd get some of that. Uh, so we hit him with Sucker Punch after that. And now all that conversation has died. I haven't heard a single thing about that since nice. uh, from someone that's heard, you know, Sucker Punch. Because Sucker Punch obviously does like acdc and then um you know from there i think the album goes in lots of different directions it's all in your kind of hard rock rock and roll genre if you like that you're going to like everything on the album but we kind of try to hit different areas of that you know we have kind of the the deeper song about addiction we have the the slow ballad about suicide we have the upbeat party song with you know chanting gang vocals we have you know, the, the fist pumping, like rock, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. We just kind of go into all these different territories that we wanted to cover. And, uh, and we tried really hard and I think we actually succeeded. And I'm sure every artist ever says this, but I, re- <laughs> I truly believe there's no filler on this album. I think we put together an album that is solid top to bottom and couldn't be more proud about that. So I'm really proud of, of us and, and the guys in the band and everyone that came together to make that happen. Because as, as I listened to it, you know, for the 10 billionth time, I, I, I notice like it flows well. There's, there's no track on there that I would be like, ah, this one's, this one doesn't belong. Let's skip this one, you know? Yeah. So, and I think part of that is we chose 10 where if you have 12 or 15, there, there's a lot more yeah. likelihood yeah. that some of those are going to be like, ah, we could skip that one. But, um, you know, I think we, I'm, I'm just really proud of what we've, what we've put out and I'm proud of this debut record and I hope everyone, uh, listens to it i think there's enough to to touch on that point about there being different kind of facets of it i think there's something on there for everyone if you like rock yeah you know if you don't like rock it's probably not for you but if you like rock there's (laughs) going to be one song on there that you really are drawn to i feel like if you like the lighter side if you like the heavier side if you like the fast the slow the medium there's something on there for everybody so yeah it does hit every facet on that front and and i can see it translating to be um amazing live that's that's what that i always kind of like listen to in a lot of albums like how would this be live because i love going to shows and stuff so and and you're right it's got that that kind of like you say you've got the fist pumping moment you've got the bit where you just swear you know and, mm-hmm. and it just it does it, it there is no I, I haven't skipped any of the tracks on there um yeah and i've had it on like rotation with a few other bands as well um but i haven't skipped through anything you know um like you say you've you've kind of you have made an album with no filler on there um and uh yeah i have to agree with you on that <laughs> excellent excellent um but yeah um i've got a couple of questions left for you if that's all right um uh, yeah, yeah. Let, let you get Definitely. on with the rest of your day and everything um but these are more about yourself and where your background and everything but what i want to find out is um what are your three most pivotal albums in your life so i'm talking about like say the one that made you want to pick up an instrument and play or the one that wanted to you wanted to get into like the rock and metal world what what album really kind of like got you into that sort of side of things sure yeah most people probably sit here and tell you it's really hard and they have to decide i'm not that guy it's guns and roses <laughs> appetite for destruction nice. it's black Crow's shake your money maker and it's train train wow that was straight off the bat appetite, appetite for destruction uh welcome to the jungles the song that made me want to 
pickup guitar. One of my, you know, uh, when you're a little kid, my, my good friend's older sister, you know, she's the one introducing yeah. music and stuff. And she put headphones on my ears. I don't know. I was probably 11. She was like, listen to this. And it was Welcome to the Jungle. And I thought the intro was like, ah, whatever. It's fine. And I don't feel that way now, but no. I did when I was 11. <laughs> and, and then when the riff dropped, I, I kind of perked up and I was like, ooh, yeah. this this is good. So I, I didn't know anything about music at the time. So that's what made me be like, okay, whatever is going on. I thought the, I thought the beginning of Sweet Child of Mine was a keyboard. Like, that's how little I knew. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to, um, you know, figure all that out. And that's what kind of made and slash is still, you know, probably my, my number one influence. Nice. Um, Black Crow Shake Your Moneymaker, just because I just think that's a perfect album. There's it's just top to bottom, perfect rock and roll. And Train's Train, which is their first album yeah. from ninety nine, I think. You know, the one that nobody listens to. It has Meet Virginia on it and everybody skips all the other songs. <laughs> but uh that song made me want to write and and sing and be better in that way. So that I, I think Pat Monahan's probably the singer for Train. He's probably yeah. my main lyrical inspiration and same uh, and songwriting inspiration so a lot of that sneaks into our music in ways that you probably wouldn't expect unless you really really are looking for it yeah so um yeah they're one of my favorite bands as well nice excellent i mean appetite guns and roses for me the same as you it's just that 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 album in particular was an eye-opener for me i'd kind of sampled bits of like uh, metal and rock before that um i was quite fortunate obviously being from the uk there's obviously we've got like some of the godfathers of rock and metal from yep. here um but my my first sort of like exposure to that was motorhead uh when i was probably six or seven years old um and that kind of spiraled into like guns and roses are like my all-time top band yeah that's mine too and, and appetite is a, an absolutely amazing album um and i and i as a guns fan i don't there's nothing i don't like that they did you know You'll, you'll find it similar with star Wars. You'll find fans that are really passionate about a, but hate B it's yes. like, can you really say you like star Wars or do you just like that movie? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so it's, I'm kind of, I'm kind of the guns and roses thing. Like Chinese democracy. Love it. Top to bottom. Use your illusion. One and two. Love it. Top yeah. to bottom lies. Top to bottom yeah. live era. Top to bottom. Like everything. Like I'm into it all. Yeah. No, I, I was having a discussion with a friend the other day, actually. And, and we were talking about, um, Chinese democracy uh in fact that came up because we were talking about like um albums that kind of uh, I, I didn't find it disappointing because I really enjoyed it as well but it, you know here's the problem with it with ref with reflection with years decade or more actually now yeah. of reflection I think people are starting to finally be like that album's pretty good actually because <laughs> like yeah. it just it unfortunately whatever it was they could have released appetite 2 and people would have been like, this sucks. Cause yeah. it's just like, whatever it was going to be, it was too hyped. It was too late. Yeah. It was just, it was going to suck no matter what was on that album. So, uh, it, it failed before it even got to the, the starting line. But if you, I listened to it objectively and just cause I loved guns and roses. So I, I tended the other way. So I, I listened with a really open mind and there's really, really amazing stuff on that album. Uh, everything is just a solid, solid album and sonically sounds amazing too. The production's on point. Yeah, no, totally, totally. And it, it was like um, when when I was sort of like listening to myself, um, there were tracks like, oh, that's going to sound amazing live. It's going to sound amazing live. And these were the tracks they actually kept as well for like yeah. the, the reunion. Yep. So they're playing like uh, Better and Chinese Democracy and all these tracks that were on there. And they sound they sound great compared like with the other stuff as well. Like, you know, where people were kind of like, this is, this is just Axel and Friends or whatever. Um, 
Who cares? Do you like exactly. the album? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you get it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go back and listen to Train. Um, this is like mainly the main reason I asked this question. It's for myself to kind of like discover those albums that people had those moments with and just sort of see. And Shake Your Moneymaker just, just celebrated their 30th anniversary. So they just released that, that deluxe with all the yeah. unreleased bonus tracks and all that stuff. So that's really cool as well. Yeah. So I'm going to go back and listen to those because I haven't heard those. So I haven't heard the Train one, to be honest with you, but I've... Heard Shakespeare it's, Money Maker a long time. It's more time like ago. acoustic, like roots rock. Yeah, I just, I just love his songwriting, and he's just, he's one of the best frontmen ever. Wildly overlooked because he's often thrown in with pop because people associate like Hey Soul Sister, yeah, you know that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, and he has leaned more pop now these days. Uh, but yeah, in the beginning, they were just, they were just a, a five piece roots rock band, mm. and it was really cool. Yeah, no, I'm going to go back and listen to those. So thank you for that. Um, so finally, uh, what I've got is uh, one more question. Um, what are your hobbies away from music? So I know you've kind of dedicated your life to, to obviously being in like the, the function band and, and obviously now you've got the LA Maybe, but what, what else do you do to kind of like, um, not so much get away with it, but unwind? Anything yeah, like that? That's, uh, that's a good one. Because up until pretty recently, I didn't have anything. And I just realized okay. music was everything I do all the time. Even even my hobbies were like, oh, well, I'll do a new album by myself that's just this. You know, like that would be a hobby, for example. But now, um, about a year ago, I started a YouTube channel focused on uh, on Star Wars and gaming. Oh, nice. And so that's kind of that's kind of my main thing outside of music now. And, um, yeah, and just, you know, video games pretty much. I don't do a whole lot. I like fitness. So Yeah, cool. Uh, what, what games are you playing at the moment? Uh, well, I actually was playing too much, so I took off uh, the first <laughs> quarter. <laughs> the, the last one I played was was I played Cyberpunk all the way through, all oh. through all the bugs and everything. Oh wow, well done! <laughs> it was definitely buggy, um, and I def- definitely had it fully crash on me probably three or four times. Yeah, but um, I got through it, you know. And it was uh, yeah, it was it was just buggy to the point of I think most people would have been like, "This sucks, I'm done." Uh, but I, I powered through the story's good story solid. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, and, and then for, for my channel, I play star Wars games. I don't, I don't, I don't take those off cause I get paid to do it. But okay. other than that, Fair I've, enough. I've, uh, taken, taken video games off for three months. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. Lockdown did uh, get us certainly addicted to certain things. And, but oh, yeah. I'm, I'm playing through, uh, I'm not say playing through, I'm just playing killer instinct at the moment. Um, oh, so nice. Um, yeah. I'm just sort of you going for like, uh, RPGs or first person shooters, or do you have a preference or what? um i'd probably say first person just purely i i mean i spent a lot of time on like destiny um so you'd probably like cyberpunk then it's yeah basically i played through it oh okay cool yeah yeah i played through that as well i managed to my xbox managed to keep it going i think it crashed like game ending crash twice uh um, oh yeah but yeah, it remember. wasn't it wasn't too bad it just um it was just very uh empty so just sort of like wandering the streets and there's no one there <laughs> it's very strange um yeah but no i played through it i loved it i loved the story um and the multiple endings to it and everything as well it's it's the endings and i'm a trophy hunter and you have to get you know you have to do all the endings every ending's a trophy so like yeah like, and like even the super secret one that you have to like if you make the wrong decision at like halfway through the game like that ending closes yes so it's like oh man i didn't i didn't i had to give up because i was trophy hunting too hard i was just like i can't do this anymore <laughs> But um, yeah, other than that, that's what I played most recently. But yeah, and then any Star Wars game, always love those. Yeah, yeah, I was just um, I, I used to play Battlefront quite a lot. Um, mm-hmm. That was good fun online, uh, and I played through Fallen Order. 
Yep, that's a good one. Yeah, because it's, really, it's on the old Game Pass thing as well. So um, I, I'm still waiting for the Star Wars version of Grand Theft Auto, and I'm not sure why that doesn't exist because that would immediately become the greatest game of all time. It would. It would. Yes, I totally. I like, why, why is a developer not working on this? This I, is so obvious. Yeah, I thought. So everyone that would sell out faster than any game ever, and and would it, I mean it would have more staying power than Grand Theft Auto, which people are still you know it's still like the second most streamed game on Twitch. Yeah, like, it's bizarre, isn't it? That game came out. What was it five six years ago? Yeah, long time. And before that, you know, but they, Grand Theft Auto is just it's so massive; it has so much staying power because there's yeah. so much you can do, and it's and and so many like just funny little things. If you just look up like Grand Theft Auto fails or just you know whatever, it's like yeah, amazingly funny. Yeah, I was hoping and, Cyberpunk would be that as well. well. Yeah. You Come know. on, give me the Star Wars version of that. Yeah, that yes, do it. Anyone watching that works for these I know people that work for game yeah. companies, so if they're watching, do it. Yes. <laughs> of the gross. Yes. Yeah, that too. That too. This is proof that we got it before them. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, Dallas, uh, thank you very much for your time. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, do you want to give a plug to your YouTube channel or anything like that? Um, as we're going to be uh, on there, though. just the Star Wars guy on Star YouTube. Wars guy. But, uh, yeah. And, and then the LA maybe as well. Uh, both of those names are pretty Googleable. So if you just plug them into Google, wherever you want to go will pop up. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. LAMaybe.com website. Um, but no, thank you very much, Dallas. I really appreciate your time, man. Um, good luck with the album. Um, it is out march 26th people um go listen to it go stream it go buy it go do whatever you do just don't steal it um <laughs> we do actually have a, a cd hard copies signed cd hard copies and vinyl available on our okay. website so cool. yes people go buy vinyl i buy vinyl all the time so go buy vinyl uh, <laughs> um but yeah no thank you very much Dallas. i really appreciate it and um you have a fantastic rest of your day man yeah you too man i really appreciate this cool. thank you for the thank time thank you Bye-bye. Have a